Hello friends, Michael A. Noble. Information about how to view and listen to my content will be given at the end of this message. I'm excited about the word today. Welcome to my preaching series, The Kingdom of God. Today's message is number 17, War Against the Kingdom, Part 7. The scripture is Ephesians chapter 6, verses 13 through 17. Today, I want to wrap up our discussion about the believer's armor. And before I go any further, just let me thank the Lord and praise him for covering us while we're engaged in warfare until we go to be with the Lord. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord, and I bless you, and I ask that you bless someone else today so that they'll know you're the kind of God that always takes care of your children, even in the midst of the fight. In Jesus' name I pray, amen, amen, amen. I got a lot to cover, so let's go ahead and get started today. A born-again believer becomes a new person through faith in Jesus Christ. You're changed from the inside out. So we start out our new life in Christ like babies. And God is the kind of father that rocks his children and cares for us until he grows us up. You see, we start out like babes, but the rest of our Christian journey is all about being a soldier and we learn it through Christian experience. Hear me now. Followers of Jesus Christ are at war and too many people in the church are not dressed for battle. They haven't grown up. No Christian is exempt from spiritual warfare. We all must work out our own soul salvation with fear and trembling. You got to do it now in this life. You got to get it right if you want to live with God forever in the next life. Period. That doesn't mean that we save ourselves through religious dedication or hard work. No, it's just the opposite. God saves us by faith in Jesus Christ alone. Hallelujah. Don't get this twisted. But the Lord demands that we learn some things now that he uses to prepare us for eternity later. We must learn to obey, trust, and fight. Obey, trust, and fight. Every Christian does. And that is what Christian experience is all about in spiritual warfare. Just like Jesus, we must learn to obey, trust, and fight in the spirit while we are still in this sinful flesh. Read James chapter 1 verses 2 through 4, Hebrews chapter 5, verses 7 through 9, Philippians chapter 2, verses 12 through 16, and I guarantee you, you will see that I'm right. Think about it, friends. Belonging to Jesus doesn't keep the devil away. Oh, contraire. Trouble follows a real child of God around all the time. That's been my experience. We're always under attack in one way or another. The Bible does tell us the devil is a roaring lion, seeking whom he can jump on and devour. So our faith in Jesus and his death on the cross for our sins is always being tested by the devil, challenged. But don't be discouraged. It's God's will. God uses Satan 
and his legions of rebels to accomplish his perfect will in the redeemed. That's why evil attacks the body of Christ in the world. That's why the church is always attacked. That's why Christians are being attacked. The Bible is full of stories that show the chosen suffering, persecution from evil, only to see the Lord turn it all around by his mighty power and wisdom to bless his children in the end. Yeah, he does. Joseph's famous line said to his brothers that betrayed him and left him for dead is the theme song for the perfection of the righteous through evil persecutions on earth. He said, what you meant for evil, God used it for good. Genesis chapter 50, verse 20. So remember that, friends, while you engaged in warfare, being attacked is God's way of growing you up and getting you ready for eternity. Suffering sanctifies the saints, friends. Persecution perfects the children of promise. Difficulty strengthens disciples of Jesus Christ. In a word, spiritual warfare gives us Christian experience, just like a soldier learns to war through combat. And that is where the believer's armor comes in. The armor of God protects and keeps us when we are attacked, while God works it all out for our eternal good. Hallelujah, praise the Lord, exalt his holy name, you ain't going through because God's mad at you. You going through because God loves you and the devil hates it. But the Lord is going to use that pain for your gain. Hallelujah. You see, that is the Apostle Paul's message in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 13 through 17. This is what he said. Stand your ground with truth like a belt around your waist. Righteousness like armor on your chest. Your desire to tell the gospel of peace should be like shoes on your feet. Above all, let your faith be like a shield, stopping all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Wear salvation like a helmet and use God's word like a sword that comes from the spirit. Amen. Paul uses the armor that Roman soldiers wore on the battlefield as a metaphor to illustrate this important point. Jesus is the believer's armor that protects us as we gain Christian experience. In the process, we're learning how to obey, trust, and fight in spiritual warfare. Amen? The sooner you get this in your spirit, the better off you're going to be. Believe me. Let's look at the metaphor. Caesar's legions in Paul's day wore a belt, breastplate, shoes, shield, helmet, and sword in the battle. Each piece of armor was vital for protection and defense in warfare against their enemies. In the same way, the believer's armor works for us. Number one, let's look at the belt. The belt represents the truth that keeps us together when evil lies come against us and we need that protection. Jesus said the devil is a liar and the father of all lies, John 8 and 44. I have never met a true believer that hasn't been lied on, amen.
Family can lie on you. Friends can lie on you. Foes lie on you. Lies can hurt. Yeah, they do. But the truth helps us to stand up to these types of demonic attacks. We got to learn how to take it. The only opinion that matters really is Jesus. What he thinks about you is the truth. No matter what anybody else says about you. Amen. So if the devil can't convince you through his lies, his lying children, his lying demons, that you something different than what God says you are, then he done already defeated you. He done affected how you see yourself. The only opinion that matters is the Lord's opinion because he is the belt of truth. Paul said, stand your ground with truth like a belt around your waist. So when vicious lies comes against you, just know that Jesus wraps the truth around your waist like a belt to keep you together on point. Amen. Just like the Roman soldier's belt kept his clothes tucked in out of the way so he could move freely in battle, Jesus tucks your flesh in so you can love everybody, bless your enemies, and pray for them like Jesus said. Luke chapter 6, verse 28. So don't worry about it when they lie on you. They lied on Jesus. God is using that to help you mature so you can learn to obey, trust, and fight. Number two, that leads me to the next item on the list. Doing what Jesus said with the belt of truth around your waist not only keeps you together when attacked by Satan's lies, but it also keeps evil out of your heart. You see, that's what the breastplate of righteousness is all about. Jesus keeps our hearts from evil. Paul said, stand your ground with righteousness like armor on your chest. The Roman soldiers wore a breastplate over their chest to protect their heart and inner organs from a death blow. If the enemy can get into your heart, it's a sure death blow that will kill everything that is spiritually vital and important in your soul. That's why a lot of Christians have no joy, no peace, no power, no real connection with Jesus because they let Satan get in their heart through some offense or some sin and they just can't connect to the Lord anymore. That's what letting Satan getting in your heart does. It destroys your spiritual life. So it's important that your heart stays right throughout spiritual warfare. Whatever you do, don't let the devil get in your heart. You see, under this type of heart attack, Jesus covers your chest with his righteousness like armor against whatever comes against you trying to hurt you in your heart, your soul. Your heart is a vital organ in your spiritual life, just like it is in the physical body. So stand your ground and remember, when it comes to evil, it's easier to keep it out than it is to get it out once evil gets in your heart. I want you to think about that while you're in this warfare. Amen? Next, when you stay on point and you keep a pure heart, the love of Christ can drive you with a passion to share this good news about Jesus with others, wherever, whenever, to whomever you can. Yeah. 
You see, the next point is about feet to evangelize, sharing your witness. A lot of folks ain't all excited about sharing the good news because they've been victimized by Satan's lies. They don't have the belt of truth around them. And they let Satan get in their heart. So they got a jaded sense of what religion is really all about. Empty and loveless with no joy. No, but when Jesus set you free and you put on those two pieces of armor, now the gospel can excite you, turn you on, and you get excited about sharing it with others. That's where the joy of the Lord comes from. Hallelujah. Feet to evangelize, sharing your witness. Paul put it this way. Stand your ground. Your desire to tell the gospel of peace should be like shoes on your feet. Roman soldiers in Paul's day often marched thousands of miles to battle. That's dedication. Making their footwear all the more important. Their high lace sandals protected them from cuts and thickets. And the soles sometimes had small spikes for stability while they were fighting on rough ground. Paul's saying the good news about peace with God through faith in Jesus. Peace with God through faith in Jesus is like shoes on your feet that drives you, motivates you, protects you, and makes you stable and firm when you're witnessing on dangerous, hostile territory. Friends, if you've ever gotten out there and all excited about your witness and you're just sharing the love of God with other people, oftentimes the spirit will have you do it in hostile environments with hostile people. And it can get dangerous. I mean, it can get ugly. Folks, when they reject Jesus, it's nasty. The gospel of peace, therefore, are special shoes, special shoes for the saints, evangelistic shoes, shoes for the feet of those who will share and march to tell others about the gospel of peace, peace with God through faith in Jesus Christ. That's comforting to know that Jesus gives us these kind of shoes to keep us marching on. And even when Satan does attack us in spiritual warfare because of our witness about Jesus Christ, these special shoes, these gospel shoes of peace will allow you to continue to witness even in today's corrupt culture, no matter what. Amen. Yeah. Gospel shoes of peace. Number four on the list, get some special attention. Paul said, stand your ground above all. Let your faith be like a shield, stopping all the flaming arrows of the evil one. You catch that? He said, above all. The Roman soldier's shield could cover his body if all the other pieces failed. If there's one piece of armor that can get you through warfare when all else fails, it's the shield. So let's say Satan got to you with some lies about yourself. You feeling bad about yourself because some unbeliever told you you was a bigot or you was closed minded. You feeling bad about it and you just can't find it in yourself to shake it. Let's say that Satan done got in your heart and your, your heart ain't right because he done pissed it, wounded your soul and maybe you being a little unforgiving on something. Or maybe, my friends, you hadn't been evangelizing like you should, sharing your witness. You're still on the battlefield. And if you have forgotten those pieces, you can always get behind that shield. See, the shield was made of hardened animal skins, and they were light and mobile for maneuvering. 
but they also could be dipped in water so that they could block the inferno of flaming arrows shot at them. So this shield, Paul says, is faith in Jesus and it operates the same way. Trusting the Savior can keep you standing in spiritual warfare when everything else has failed, when you fail to put the other pieces of your armor on. You can duck behind the shield and the arrow can't get to you. Not only can it not pierce the parts that you ain't got protected on that particular day of the fight, but it also can keep you from the flames of the inferno as Satan sends his fiery darts. You see, the culture shoots at us with flaming arrows. People that Satan controls can shoot at you with flaming arrows. And when we stand against evil, wickedness, and immorality and sin, that's what's going to happen. See, at the core, Christianity is all about faith in Jesus alone, no matter what. That's why I believe Paul said, above all, take the shield of faith. Trusting in Jesus is the be-all and the end-all for every Christian on their way to heaven after this life. Yeah, it is. And don't you forget it. When attacked by the devil in spiritual warfare, you lift up that shield of faith and it'll quench all the fiery darts the devil shoots at you. Now, number five is all about keeping your head on straight through it all. That's important. Everything we believe, everything we say, everything we do has eternal salvation through faith in Christ as its end and chief aim. Paul said, stand your ground, wear salvation like a helmet. Let me explain. The importance of the Roman soldier's helmet is obvious. A blow to the unprotected head would stun, confuse, or knock the soldier out if it didn't kill him first. In any case, a head blow usually meant certain death. Amen. Don't let the devil get to your head. Don't let him get in your head. That's probably why Paul connects salvation through faith in Jesus, eternal life with the helmet that protects our minds, our brains, our thoughts. Your mind is important in spiritual warfare and the devil knows it. Belief in the resurrection and eternal life through faith in Jesus is the blessed hope of the church. We can never forget that. Without salvation, everything we hope for Everything we believe, everything we say, and the reasons why we suffer, endure, and preach would mean it's a pitiful lie. We should be pitied if we don't have his salvation through Jesus Christ. That's everything for us. If Jesus can't save, if Jesus can't deliver, if Jesus can't resurrect us, then we are to be pitied. Read 1 Corinthians chapter 15. That's exactly what Paul said. The devil is a liar. You see, when Satan attacks your confidence and belief in salvation through faith in Jesus, you in spiritual warfare. He goes for the death blow to your head. The helmet of salvation that Jesus puts on his followers not only keeps devilish thoughts out of your head, but it keeps fervent faith in Christ locked in your head so you can stand the mental attacks when the devil comes after you. Jesus will keep your mind right. He'll keep your head on straight. Wearing the helmet of salvation is like having laser focus. Keeping your eyes on the prize. Jesus is the prize. 
He allow you to walk on water during the storm that Satan brings to make you doubt Jesus if you have the helmet of salvation fastened on tight. Amen. Thank God the devil's weapons don't work. Hallelujah. Which leads me to number six, the final piece of the believer's armor on Paul's list, the sword of the spirit. The apostle saves the only offensive weapon given by God to believers through faith in Jesus for last. I think he had a reason. Not because it's least in importance, but because it's all you need to get the devil off of you. Don't turn your back to him. Ain't no armor to cover your back. Don't falter. Don't cower. This sword of the spirit will get the devil off you. He'll leave you alone if you learn how to swing it. It'll put the devil to flight. Paul says, stand your ground and use God's word like a sword that comes from the spirit. There's so much I want to say about God's word. Time won't permit me today. But remember this, the next time you are attacked by the devil, you need to learn to swing the sword of the spirit, which is God's word. Let the Bible be the standard for what you believe and how you live no matter what. Let me say that again. Let the Bible be the standard for what you believe and how you live. Put God's word on them. That'll keep you and it'll keep them off you. Amen. Put God's word on them. The next time mockers taunt you, put God's word on them. The next time blasphemers belittle you. The next time you're criticized or the next time somebody who claims to be a Christian who goes all out the word and don't believe what the Bible says, going with the culture, don't be intimidated by them and don't let them jump on you. You put the word on them. That'll get them off of you. If the Bible is the standard for what you believe and how you're going to live, let me tell you something. The devil and his children can't do nothing with you. Look at Jesus. Every time Satan came and tempted him when he was coming out the wilderness, Jesus said, it's written, it's written, it's written. I remember one time and I was dealing with some demons in one of my church. And that demon woman stood up there and she said, you just hiding behind the Bible. She meant to insult me. But you know what that told me? That told me she couldn't touch me as long as I put the word on her. So actually, I learned never let the devil make you swing at him in your flesh. Put the word on him. He can't do nothing with that because it's the sword of the spirit. Your enemies will think twice before they jump on you the next time when you put that word on them because that word uh, cut them all up. Hallelujah, 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 amen. Hallelujah, 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 amen. Put a word on them. Well, let me conclude. I'm so glad that eternal life comes by grace through faith in Jesus Christ alone. You can't work for it. But like I said at the beginning of this message, the Lord does expect and demand us to learn some things that he can use to prepare us for eternity later. We must learn to obey, trust, and fight. And that's what Christian experience is all about in spiritual warfare. So friends, you and I need to put on these six pieces of the believer's armor every day so your spiritual journey will be successful in the end. You will have eternal life. Live with God forever in heaven through your loyal trust and faith in his son, Jesus, the Christ who died on the cross for your sins. So when the devil tries to knock you around, whatever he does, 
you'll be able to stand in the believer's armor. Lord, let this word reach who is supposed to reach and bless them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 You can review these video messages and support the ministry at ShilohNewark.com and MichaelANobleMinistries.com. I hope you will. Check out my YouTube channel and don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. You can hear each new message on your tablet and smartphone as a podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. I upload new content on my new channel, Man Up Truth, on Brighteon.com. Join me for my next message in the war against the kingdom. I'll be talking about the believer's resources. You need to know what God got for you, why you fighting spiritual warfare till he come, and how to access it. Amen. God bless you.